So Dan, what do you think was going to happen with movies this year? Well, I mean, we've like, do you think movie, the production of movies is going to go down and the production of TV is going to go up? I think we need to restart. Restart. Okay, how do we, how do podcasts start? They, they do a light introduction. We have to do a light introduction. Okay. Welcome. We yes. Are. Welcome to the first episode of the Pop Culture Podcast with Jake and Daniel. My name is Jake Albright, and this is... This is, this is Daniel Pearson, and I am happy to be here with you, Jake. We, Daniel is recording from Orange County, California. I am recording from Tempe, Arizona. We will be coming to you from the Jake Albright podcast feed. Um, you can find it on iTunes and Spotify to start. We might be getting our own feed. We'll see. Uh, we plan on releasing episodes once a week. We'll be talking about movies, TV, anything to do with pop culture, really. And so to start today's episode, I think Daniel wants to give you a little state of his union on how he thinks the movie and TV industry is going. And I'm very excited to hear from Daniel as he, uh, yeah, we, we he's, can, a, he's a movie maker himself. He, you know, he gets into it a little bit. Right, he knows how to right. edit. He's made some movies. You know, he goes to Chapman. He was in the film school. So let's hear Daniel's thoughts and opinions on the TV culture. All right. All right. Well, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta hold you there. Can't, can't be misinforming people. I'm technically mm. not, I'm technically not in the Chapman film school. But yeah, fact check. But I he will was, say was. I will say that I have had a lot of experience here at Chapman just because like all my friends are in the film school. So I've had a lot of experience working on sets and actually seeing how how movies how it's done and, and all all these people that I've met here have all these crazy connections. And so like Oh I bet. Like it's like I'm hearing stuff that I'm like that's your dad? Like, oh yeah, my dad just, like I have a friend who's, whose dad works on all the award shows and they've met like almost everyone, you know? Like name, name a freaking celebrity, they've met them. It's crazy. And so, so just getting these connections, you've learned about what goes on, what really happens. And yeah. Uh, yeah. this year has obviously been a little different. So what have you heard this year? Yeah, so... I'll actually, I'll start with a little, little opening story back, back in March, you know, when this all started, um, mm-hmm. I actually went before heading home to Idaho. I went and lived with my friend up in Brentwood, up in LA for a couple of weeks. And, okay. um, her Your friend, we won't give any names, but her dad I, is a, I cannot, I cannot disclose any names, but her dad, I also met, I was staying in his house, obviously. And he, he's in the industry and he, I was, I was seeing, you know, firsthand just how, how fucked everything was becoming so quickly because this was like every day there was new info, new case. It was crazy. Like, like LA was shutting down. Like everyone was scared for their lives. Like this man was like thinking his career was over. Like it was crazy, you know, like, like yeah, I mean, it was 
he produces that? live action TV, doesn't he? So like like real actors. I mean, he's got to deal with all that stuff. Um, one yeah. of the things that I think is going to be a big thing in the industry is anime or is animation right um going forward but still looking back i mean march and you were with him that did he was he producing a show at the time you know i think he was i think um i don't remember exactly but he definitely i mean you know those people they're working on like 30 projects at once yeah Um, exactly so but how did he yeah he he, he 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 had to set up i watched him set up his whole like home freaking editing office. studio office took up his whole living room his mansion it was crazy and and that was that was just the beginning you know that was like him setting in for the long haul and and luckily he's well been, i he's mean been he didn't a, know how long he was gonna be there right and he i mean he i mean thought it was only gonna be a couple of weeks maybe a month who knows exactly it took everyone by surprise like hollywood still kind of building itself back up i mean it's definitely changed for forever but like luckily well, my about- friend's dad and and a lot of other people have have been getting work because you know people have been creative and figuring well, out okay i to- guess this goes into a, a broader topic but what do you think about how the movie industry has been able to work in LA while others have not been. And and they've been able to get certain exceptions Mm. and been able to do stuff while restaurants and stuff. Do you think, I mean, I guess I actually, I, I do have some, some, some stuff to say about that because it's really interesting how, how they've been able to continue making stuff. Yeah. Let's hear from a lot of other, when a lot of other businesses have been permanently shut down and like, you know, it kind of makes you wonder, like, who who's getting the who's getting the special special deal here? And well, I mean, it's no I, secret that Hollywood and all the millionaires, like, it's Hollywood. So I guess they, their argument is they have to do this. They, I mean, if you want to keep the town going and and the economy going, you have to be able to make movies and TV and stuff. Well, but, it's that, but I mean, it's it's that drive, but it's also just the fact that that's that's just where all the money is. So they're going to be the first ones in line to get whatever new technology, new medicine, new anything's available. So I read the, I read, I read this thing that was like one, this is crazy, crazy stat is I think it's about 10%, 10% of all TV and movie production budgets this year have been like solely devoted to like COVID like safety stuff. Like really? COVID. Yeah, like COVID tracking, COVID whatever, like social distancing, more whatever, bigger sets, bigger, I don't know. I don't know what all they have to do, but like, I guess every single studio has been like super strictly following COVID, COVID guidelines and like, and they, I, I mean, talking about like what I was getting at with the whole, like how they're first in line to like top notch expensive shit is they, I guess a bunch of, uh, production companies have been using like the super fancy like tracking software that like it's crazy like it's like some chip you put on and it, like tracks you everywhere you go and it knows every single person and however close they are to you and who they've been in contact with and like I mean it's allowed them to be safe and and keep making their work but like it's crazy can you hear that 
Yes, the ring. We're gonna have to. What the fuck? It was an unknown number, bro. What the fuck? Um, but yeah, bro, that's crazy. Um, so crazy year, crazy, crazy year, crazy state of the union this year. Um, I think it was like. I think I read. All right, just re, the, re, restart where you were where you were going. I'm so sorry. I don't know why. Go. I'm still going, bro. You you just you're in your own little adventure. I know, but we're gonna have to cut that part out. So just oh, okay, completely okay. restart. Okay, gotcha. I'm just I'm just gonna chop that um, little section out. But yeah, no, this year has been crazy. You know, like there's had had to have been so many changes to every little thing in filming and getting movies and TV shows out there. And it's still, well, it's like, it's like, we're just catching, we're just starting to catch up. Like, I think I saw something that the box office this year is two, it's like 2 billion. That's it. 2 billion. And last year for total box office for 2020 and in 2019, it was almost 12 billion. Wow. I mean, that, that just tells you. Do you think, do you think that with the way they're going now with the, the, the new HBO Max deal? Um, have you heard about mm. this? HBO Max, and I think it's Warner Brothers made a deal. Um, and so now all Warner Brothers movies will be coming out on HBO Max the same time as theaters. Right. Uh, That's for example, crazy. The biggest one coming out uh, soon is Wonder Woman 1984. I think it's coming out mm-hmm. on Christmas Day. Uh-huh. Um, and so you, you, if you have an HBO Max account, which I thankfully have, before all this news came out, you, you can watch the movie for free um, on the same day it, came out, it comes out in theaters. And uh, I, I, I assume you haven't been to a theater, Daniel, but um, the way theaters are going right now, I can't see many people going to watch that movie in theaters. Uh, um, no, I, I want to see it in a drive-in. I think that'd be, that'd be really cool. Well, that's an interesting thing too. Could the drive-in movie industry make a comeback here? <laughs> they really, they really are. They it really could. I mean, when you think about it, I, I would much rather watch a movie in the confines of my car with mm. you know a friend or a girl or whatever, and and <laughs> you're just in your car and you don't have to worry about anything. You can bring your own snacks. And um, have you ever been to a drive-in movie, Dan? I have. I've I've been to one. I saw Despicable Me too in the drive-in. Very cool how they work too. I just you, you know they you were turn on the fun. radio. Oh yeah, you and you you, you pull up with your friends and you you got your speakers going at the same time. It's great. You can make a little comfy bed in the back of your car, put down the seat. It's it's wonderful. It's mm-hmm. I I would I would go to a drive-in movie. You could bring your own beverages. You know. Mm-hmm. You want, yeah, something else you could bring that yeah you can um hot box a little bit maybe you know but there, <laughs> the, any, anything you want to it's it's just so much better than a movie theater so much safer so much cleaner so much just it's cheaper mm, um yeah i mean i just feel like that that is mm-hmm. something that people should be doing rather than stuffing themselves into a little box I understand the sound is all that and you know the movie screen and all that special stuff but come on man no i know it's it's gonna be interesting to see you know like next year what actually takes off because like 
it's just movies are meant movies are meant to be watched in the theater like it's just like it's a thing like you know like it's an experience the very first time you see a really good movie in a theater just hits different and like no i know i know it's tough and people i I know a lot of people miss going to the movie i personally am not a huge movie theater guy but a lot of people like just going to a movie theater yeah getting their popcorn that's a big thing so i you know that's too bad. But if I was gonna buy stock in anything, it would streaming. be driving movies. Streaming. Uh, and uh, I wanna, I really wanna think driving's gonna take off, but dude, everyone's gonna cop out and just like do streaming. That's true. Everyone's too lazy. Everyone's too way lazy. too lazy. But you know, if you if you don't know about this yet, get yourself an HBO Max account. You can. Uh, I know I hate pre-advertise, but you know, hey, get yourself perfect, HBO Max. Perfect segue and, uh, to TV. Let's talk about let's talk about HBO more. Yeah, let's talk about HBO because I think I HBO's mean, been popping off. Honestly, Disney. We we've talked about this before, but Disney Plus. I told you this last time mm-hmm. is the the number one streaming service right now by a, a, a double, Ooh. triple everyone else in the field. Which, you know, at first it's kind of surprising, but when you think about it, really, all the families with kids and all the different, you, you just have to have it. If you have, if you have kids or a family or anyone that watches that type of stuff, you, you have to have Disney to be able to watch, you know, your cartoons and, and, your, and your Pixar movies and Star Wars and all that. Dude, think about, you know, you know, I just, sorry to cut you off, but like, think about like literally like a year ago when they rolled out Disney plus, they were like, damn, like our catalog's so big. Like people are going to be like freaking out. Like they're not going to ever like finish watching all our shit. And then this pandemic happens and all these families are just out here, like throwing their kids in front of the TV every morning, like shut up and watch fucking Mulan. And then they're like. (laughs) And then they're like, Disney's like, oh my god, wait, I thought we had more stuff. Like, we need more yeah. stuff. Like, who I mean, else Disney... can we buy? Who else can we buy? <laughs> you, you know Disney owns Hulu, right? Do they really? Did I not yes. know that? D- Disney, Disney makes more money than I, they're just, it's stupid. They own Disney and ESPN. Oh, so. I knew they, they own ESPN. The biggest thing I guess on Disney would be The Mandalorian. Um, I, I still haven't seen We that. both need to watch that. That is something that throughout this show we are going to watch. I'm, I'm going to make that promise right now. We will talk about it on this show. Um, I've been hearing too much, too much good stuff about that. And uh, it seems like Star Wars is back. <laughs> it's back. It went away. Star Wars is movies. Currently, really now, movies. currently now trending, so if you haven't yet. <laughs> but Star Wars is back. I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know how. I don't know what happened. I don't know who showed up. Uh, but it's back. People people like Star Wars again. So we're gonna have to get on that train. Okay. We're gonna have to start watching some Star Wars again. Um so yeah. that's that. But other than I let's think go. Let's I've, go. Let's go back to HBO, though. We got. We got. So I, we went off on a tangent there, but all I was trying to say is Disney is the number one streaming service 
um, which is kind of surprising, but not really. And while they may have, you know, the best kids shows and movies and all that, and they've cornered that market, HBO far and away has the best television. Mm-hmm. I don't know about movie selection, but just if you want to watch good television, new, old, classics, whatever, documentaries, this is the place to go. This is the streaming service to get. Um, currently, we are going to talk today about a, a new show that just came out on HBO called The Flight Attendant, which I know most of you probably haven't seen, maybe even heard about. Um, so we aren't going to give away any spoilers this episode. Yeah, well, that's but that's we're going to more talk about how we liked this show and what production-wise, dialogue-wise, what they did with the show, and why we think that you guys should watch it. So in a couple weeks, maybe we can we can talk about what really happened. Give me two seconds. So that's that. We're gonna pause. And on this pause, uh, I just want to shout out my friend Jalen and his clothes yeah. company, Love Is Love. Uh, you can go on the website loveislove.com, or you can text him or DM him. Uh, his Instagram, Jalen Fleming. Uh, he's got some fire clothing. All proceeds go to helping homeless people. Please get some clothing. And we're back with the PC pod right now. So yeah, so as we're kind of talking about flight attendant, since probably most of you guys haven't seen it. We're just we going to kind of talk about the premise of the show, I guess. We can talk about the premise and we can focus more on, you know, what we, what we liked in terms of whatever new weird technique HBO is trying out, whatever, in terms of like their editing or weird. Well, they're editing and then they also are, are they have another show I, you haven't seen. It. It's called The Undoing. It's another murder mystery. So the flight, I guess we should start. The Flight Attendant is a murder mystery um, featuring Kaylee Kuko. She's mm-hmm. a flight attendant, obviously, and uh, she sleeps with a guy, has a one-night stand, and wakes up next to the guy, and he's murdered. And so the rest of the show is her trying to figure out what happened to this guy. And so it gets deeper, obviously, and there's a, there's a whole bunch of storylines, and a bunch of stuff happens, and, you know, the guys and what she thought he was, and a bunch of twists and turns. Yeah, and, it gets um, messy. gets messy. It gets very, it gets very, very <laughs> messy. Um, but if you like Kaylee Kuko, if you like Murder Mystery, uh, it's, it's a very good show. And mm. so what we want to talk about is, is what HBO does with the show. And so what I've heard, Dan, from the people that have watched it from, you know, when I recommend it to people and from when they've watched it, is they say it makes them very anxious. Uh, maybe a little too anxious, especially at the beginning. But I, I kind of agreed yeah. with that, you know, with... So the, the show utilizes a bunch of, of flashbacks and, um, you know, introspective, like, moments. She's, like, looking at, into herself, like, looking at her thoughts. And it, you, you have to think yeah. about what, what is happening because it's not very obvious. Yeah, they definitely, um, they definitely play with, like, some dream sequencing and, like, making, exactly. it, making it really realistic. But Very realistic. And so you have to understand – um, and, you know, you have to watch the show pretty closely. You have to understand what's the difference between uh, – this is kind of a little uh, – gosh, what's what's the movie? 
inception like inception what's what's reality and what's not what's reality what's a dream what's her thoughts what's a flashback and i like aware of all that and if you like that it's it's a great show for you if you liked inception if you like thinking about that type of stuff it's a great show for you because it deals with and what that does i feel like is it deals it helps you understand a character a lot better. It helps you understand their thoughts. It helps you learn about them. It helps you. Mm-hmm. It's a great way for a show to provide background for a character, especially because right. this show just started right in the middle. It just started right. It just put you right in the middle right. of Cassie's life. And so the flashback. It's, kind of, it's a way to play with, like with time, you know, and like, like how exactly. you were saying, like with like showing you more her backstory, like, you know, cause like TV shows and movies, like it's like, it's, it's always going forward, you know, like, but mm-hmm. like this way, like you said, you, you get more on their like character and more like how they change throughout the season. Like when while the show thinking. also still moves forward. It's very, exactly. it's very good. It's introspective, directly. but it's also retrospective. <laughs> Is that yeah. even like a thing? <laughs> well, there's, there's probably a word for it that we're too dumb to know, but yeah. Intro <laughs> retrospective. That's what we're gonna call it. We're gonna so say it's, that's it's, what they do. The way they do that, and I, I guess I'll tell you guys, it's she's an alcoholic, so they deal with that in the show mm. and why mm. she's an alcoholic and how that has affected her life and and her relationships with her family and friends and all that stuff and and so it gets pretty deep and it deals mm-hmm. with real real life topics and and family issues and alcoholism and all that kind of stuff. But at the same time, it's pretty funny. You know, it, it's got right. a bunch of, it is. It's got it's, some dry humor. Um, yeah. There's a. It's got, there's some, a it's got some dark. It's got some dark humor too. So dark humor. Dark. There's a lawyer friend named Annie who, I don't know the. Uh, She's kind the, of the uh, actor. She's kind of, but she might be my favorite. She's she's awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She, if you watch the show, she's so funny and and carries the show a little bit at some points because she does Cassie is a shit show she has no idea what's going on and Annie is the one that kind of is 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 maneuvering her on the right path and keeping her from just absolutely losing her mind which she kind of does yeah which which she still does Annie's also super funny I like Annie is very funny she's like I like her boyfriend too Yes. Zosiah Mamet is the actress. Huh. I have never heard of her. Um, I feel like I recognized her. She should be in more stuff. She is a very good actress. She was in Mad, Mad Men, Man. uh, Girls, Flight Attendant. So she's been in some stuff. I- I've seen, I don't know about you, I've seen a couple of seasons of Mad Men. I really need to finish that show. I've, um, seen, I've seen one. You've seen one season? yeah it's a tough it's it's a long watch but you know it's one of those shows where i guess it's worth it it's definitely got to be worth it um because john ham is john ham's an all-time actor beautiful man beautiful man (laughs) (laughs) beautiful man john ham um um wait so talking a little more we gotta we gotta move through we got we got a couple more things we want to talk about but flight attendant Getting, getting more, yeah, just talking a little more, you know, technical sides of things, you know, because I think Flight Attendant was kind of fun. I, I, I kind of looked at it as like, it, 
a little experiment on HBO's part, you know, like, I don't really know if they're going to catch a second season. We'll have to wait and see, but like, you know, like they definitely tried out some unconventional things in TV. Like there was definitely some weird editing, some weird, I don't know. Did you like the montage thing? I kind of hated it. I kind of hated yeah, it. Yeah, I'm, I'm really not a big fan of montage. I was like, I was like, I'm not a montage guy. Like they totally did it because it didn't really fit the genre. So you weren't expecting it. But then, but then like, I mean, sometimes it worked and sometimes it was like, oh shit. Like, like now you're seeing like her perspective. Now you're seeing like her eyes. Now you're seeing like, like it's sometimes it's kind of cool to play with, to like hint at stuff and only reveal Uh certain things, you know? And like, keep the audience guessing but then other times it was like okay here's like a cool little montage of like a sidewalk and you're just like i don't really like i don't care yeah it's <laughs> a little bit like a time waster yeah like they're trying they're trying a little too hard to be like whatever <laughs> well there's this like this is so off topic but there's this like so you know like keeping up with the, those type of reality tv shows Mm-hmm. And um, I, I'm, this this was probably like a Family Guy scene or some shit like skit, and so they were like, "We're gonna create an episode of uh, Keep Me Over the Kardashians," and it was just like, it was just like, we're just gonna throw in thirty seconds of interviews with two people, and then twenty minutes of montages of L.A. skyline. <laughs> 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 and then when you watch those shows after that, you just you just never see them the same because it's just. <laughs> it's just always just a a uh, sky shot of like Calabasas and then like a 30 second interview so and funny. freeway shot of LA. <laughs> that's so funny. 90210. Yeah, I, every single Literally year. probably if you, you if you if you if you like pull together total runtime of all the like montages, it's montage. literally probably half the episodes. But see that's the thing, is like flight attendant sometimes has beautiful montages you know like because she's a flight attendant like you get her traveling you know right she goes to rome she goes to Mm. bangkok and you get these beautiful like sweeping like cityscapes those are pretty but then it's like when you get like the three the three pan screen whatever that's (laughs) i don't even know yeah and then at the end uh, in the later episodes when they would use like the the visual effects like do you remember like the bunny and like um that kind of stuff it got kind of weird at the end oh um, that's right. they were definitely experimenting with uh yeah i don't, I don't know it was cgi i guess there was like a, a cgi bunny and uh some other stuff just kind of weird special effects but i don't want to be too nitpicky it was a good show it wasn't perfect it wasn't great it's not, not a classic perfect. but it's not perfect. it's a great it's a, it's a good show especially for right now um i i, I don't yeah. know i haven't seen much better this year I mean, um, last thing I'll say about it is I, I kind of, I think I mentioned this to you, but I feel like it's kind of something I would make. Like, it's kind of, it's kind of weird. Like, you kind of, like, it's, it's kind of dorky, you know, like, it's got dorky characters. And exactly. It's got, it's got some weird ass humor. And it's not, it's not an overly complicated show, you know, but like, but they keep it. The pace is the pace is really good, you know. The pace is very good. It's, they get it's, you. They get you. Do they finish with eight episodes? Yeah, I think so. 
So I think it was eight episodes. It was very, it was a good eight episode. It wasn't too long. It wasn't too short. Um, every episode was was entertaining, and it it always felt like it left on a cliffhanger. Mm, yeah. Exactly. Um, it always seemed like Miranda was there at the end of an episode. There's oh always something to do. With I Miranda. forgot about Miranda, dude. We didn't talk about Miranda. She well, was. Another... Well, we're gonna have to save this because. All right. So I'm gonna give everyone listening to this podcast two weeks, and that's being very generous. That's being very generous because eight episodes of it's, TV it's, it's is not quick, hard to do. It's a quick watch, guys. Quick watch. But two weeks, we're gonna come back here, and we're gonna do spoilers. And we're gonna talk about everything on the show. Okay. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk about what happened. We're gonna talk about the ending. Yes. Thoughts yes. for season two. So if you haven't watched the but, show in two weeks, don't be mad when we ruin everything. And but, we warned you. We warned you. Here's your warning. I think one thing we can ruin. I I think we can bet more people have seen this. Should we should we talk about the Euphoria special? Yes, I think we should touch on that real quick. And then, what was the last thing you wanted? To, you wanted to rank? Um, oh, lastly, we could just like quickly go over, you know, because it's almost Christmas. We could just talk about. Christmas oh, quickly for a sec. Yes, we we were gonna end the show on our our favorite Christmas movies. Mm. We're gonna keep today's episode short with you guys. Um, this will probably be about forty five minutes, maybe a little less, but. We just wanted to get a feel for everything, get an episode up there, and uh, we'll come back next week, review some Taylor Swift. Oh, shit. Um, Dude, I forgot about that. Oh, my God. I know. I know. And then I'm going to have Dan read read maybe the article of the year. I don't know if you saw it trending on Twitter, but if you guys haven't seen this article, it uh, I don't know if you know who Martin Shkreli is. He's he's the farmer bro who uh, upcharged like four thousand percent on life saving drugs, and uh, just ripped everyone off and is is a horrible human being, and uh, he's like he was really young and just absolute douchebag, and uh, so this article just came out, and it's about how the woman who broke the story about Martin Shkreli and pretty much put him in prison, and. Uh, covered him throughout his trial and all this guess what dan hmm she fell in love with him mm, that's a twist that is quite a twist <laughs> so uh, it's not good it's not a heartwarming love story you're pretty much just reading it and you're just going the entire time what in the flying fuck is going on here because sounds like a this lady had a, a husband, kids, house, everything. And oh, she just left it all for fucking farmer bro. Farmer yeah. douchebag. So it's, an, it's, it's not a good story, like I said. You're not going to feel good reading it, but there's some, there's some stuff in there that you cannot miss. There's some lines in there, Daniel. Their uh, first kiss. I, I, haven't, I haven't seen this, so I'll have to go. I'll, I'll I'm going to send it to you. But the I'll first, it was, it was heavy trending on Twitter. Um, the first kiss, she said the background of the room smelled like chicken wings. Uh, very romantic. Very romantic. So it's, it's the most batshit article I've read in a long time. It, it was trending on Twitter for multiple days. So that's how you know it's, it's really something.
if if it gets Twitter's attention for for days on end, you better it's know gotta what it be. is. It's got it's got to be something worth your time. Um, so the Euphoria episode special. Uh, it was it was interesting. It was it was probably unexpected. I think for a lot of people. I mean, it was not it was not like a normal episode. So no, it was not. It was uh it's it's it was, a one of a two part thing, you know, they're they're like character profile episodes. So like this one was on Rue and then they're gonna come out I think next month on Jules episode. Um yes. which I am personally more excited about because I think Jules is fucking the coolest person ever and she definitely is the star of that show. Um, sorry for all you rude people, but um, so Dan has seen the show. He's a big fan, obviously. I have not. I just saw the special. I wouldn't um, say I, I'm I, a huge. I wouldn't say I'm a huge fan. Well, it sounds like it. It sounds like you've got some some skin in the game. You like Rue, or you don't like Jules? Okay, like I, Jules. okay. I have some opinions. Yes. Well, that means that means you liked it. That means you liked it. <laughs> I mean, uh, I mean, it's it's a it's a it's a crazy show, you know. Like you see you see shit you never thought you'd see in a show before. Like, like if you've you've, you've wait, you saw the first two episodes, right? Yeah. Okay, then you you already saw quite a bit of. <laughs> well, I've seen the first two episodes, and then I've seen the special episode. And I don't necessarily remember too much the first two episodes, but just the special episode, I felt like it was very, the dialogue and just what they were saying and the meaning and, and, and especially with what's happening right now. And they were mm-hmm. talking about addiction and, Super and finding something to, to believe in. Mm-hmm. Um, it was all very meaningful and, and, and apt. It was, it was for, heavy stuff. It was very heavy. Um, it's something that, you know, you definitely don't want to go in and just think that you're going to, you know, move on with your day after. And <laughs> it's just going to be some some random TV show. Um, no, it, 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 definitely, it, it definitely made me sit down and think for a while. Um, it's really just something that I feel like, I don't want to say everyone should watch or understand, but it's just, I, it's a really I, good message. Especially for this generation, I think everyone should watch. <laughs> and, and because, dude, you know, you know what it does. You know what it does. If at anything, at the least, it gives you perspective because it's a really good comparison. Like, because you got that super interesting. Oh shit! What was his name? Ali, Ali, Ali. Oh, right? her her sponsor or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, he, she's out there just you know talking pity party just talking all about how her life is shit and how she's just such a fuck up and he's like you think you're bad dude (laughs) and then so you got you got you're 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 being forced to like look at all these different perspectives and then you look at your life and you're just like holy shit like what is like what wow. yeah no what is what is it all like it's i don't even know it's hard to talk about it's a hard episode it makes you about. it makes you really really think um and we're we're two younger people we're from generation z and that is yeah. what this podcast if you've gone to the website <laughs> that's what this podcast is about 
Um, it's about people yes. creating from Generation Z, getting a new perspective and a new voice in the media industry and business. And so hearing that stuff, especially coming from Rue, who is our age and dealing with some of the same stuff that we go through, to see her throw herself a pity party and to be sad and, and complain about how bad her life is, uh, you know, we all do that. And so to hear someone like Ollie say, you know, shut up, like that's, 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 and he just told her that don't, you can't do that. You have to, you have to move on. You have to look at yourself and deal with your own issues and confront it. Really, it's just confront your own issues. Don't, don't run away from your shit. Right. Right. And uh, it was a really good message. It was a good message, I think, for everyone, parents, kids, um, no matter who you are. It's just something that you can either use for yourself or use to help other people. Because I guarantee you there's people in your life that are in the same position that those two people are uh, or were in. Um, or so just, just knowing how to deal with that, knowing how to help those type of people, knowing what to say. It was a very good. It's about people with addiction, but it's also, you know, about people that like, like she just got left by Jules. So like, she's also. It's, like, it's just about life. It's about, and they touched on. If, you you've, know. if you've, if you've ever been like hurt by anyone or like felt like you've been like left by anyone or like, you're like, oh, I was doing so good. And then like they left or like, oh, like I was finally on the upturn, you know, and then they left. Like, you can't just keep blaming other people. Like eventually it goes back to you, you know? And that's what Ollie, that's what Ollie kept trying to like get Zendaya to see, you know? He was like, dude, like, like Yeah, you gotta move on. You gotta deal with it yourself. And they brought in some other people to help. It was just a really, really good episode. it was and very very simple. highly recommend another was, hbo max so if you have hbo watch yeah. that watch the flight attendant and uh you know what else is on hbo max dan <sighs> let me let me guess die hard oh die hard and now we were going to talk about would you consider die hard a christmas movie oh die hard's absolutely a christmas movie well, I have not seen Die Hard, and that is one of the movies that I want to watch this year for Christmas. Mm. So I am going to probably next well, week give you give you my decision on either Die Hard. Another, if if you're looking for more alternative, you know, off the beaten path Christmas movies, oh, um, and you're and you watch Die Hard, and you 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 you're into the. The blood, the, the blood. Go watch. Um, my roommate Sam showed me. Better watch out. Oh my god, that movie's better watch insane, out. Insane, dude. It's crazy, craziest shit. Like, I've I haven't. There's stuff in that movie I never thought I'd see on a TV screen. Really? It's basically this kid who's like 12 years old, and he's like has this major crush on his babysitter, and his parents leave him on Christmas Eve. And it's like it's really cool because it's like got like Home Alone vibes, psychological horror film. Yeah, it's, it's super good. It's like oh my god, it's crazy. Sheesh. It'll it'll make you it'll it'll make your it'll make your tummy turn. I almost threw. I, I literally I literally have never I've never wanted to throw up in a movie, but after watching this, I wanted to throw up. So if you're like 
If you're like that, don't watch it. But if you like fucked up shit, watch it. Okay. Well, you know, I guess I'm kind of excited. Ah! But it's I'm also a, a, it's a Christmas movie, you know? It gets you in the Christmas spirit. You got Christmas songs. It's good. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> I don't have too much. I'm not a big horror movie guy, but, you know. It's not like horror, horror. It's not. Okay. It's not jump scare horrors. It's not like fucking paranormal. I, I'm going to trust you. I'm gonna trust you. All right. Well. Well, what's let's end this. It let's is, end the show on this. Let's, let's end the let's show end on this. It. Yeah. Let's. Say what is it. your? Let's give me it. your top three Christmas movies, Dan. Give me your top three Christmas movies. Oh shit! My top three. Okay. Maybe not in any order, mm, but just I can the do Three this. that come to mind. Yep. I'm gonna I'm gonna say my favorite. I tell you this: my favorite Christmas you movie, National Lampoon's. Christmas Vacation, absolutely classic. Every scene in that movie is good. Just beginning with the 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 road rage with the truck, the semi truck, and and the Christmas tree cutting down the Christmas tree, and then you know the sled scene and and the cat and the Christmas. It's just every single scene is a classic. You remember it forever. You know you bring it up every Christmas. If you have a cat, a cat around the Christmas tree, it's just it's a disaster. Um, and, and Chevy Chase is, is one of the funniest people ever. So that is my favorite. That, uh, that would be my pick. I watch it every year. Um, absolute classic. All right. So I, I don't, I don't really know what else would be two or three. I mean, you I'd can't, you can't, thinking. it's hard to compete with Christmas vacation, but I think I think Christmas Vacation would definitely be my number one by a long shot. All right, all right. You want to hear mine? I don't even think I can put them in an order, but I think I got. Yeah, let's just give me three of them. All right. I mean, I can't. I can't not say Home Alone. So I gotta say Home Alone. Okay, I'm gonna actually. I'll, I would put Home Alone. I gotta say uh, Home Alone. I gotta say. I'm sorry. A lot of people might disagree, but I fucking love it. It makes me cry. It makes me laugh. It makes me smile. Polar Express, such a good movie. Mm. Such now, a good Dan, movie. You're, you you've been you've been in such Arizona a, a lot. Your family's from Arizona. Oh, you gonna have I, you? I have. Have you been on the Polar Express? I haven't. I haven't. You isn't have it? Up, it? Isn't it up in Flagstaff or something? Yeah, I've been on the Polar Express. Yeah, I've had the hot chocolate. I got the really? ticket. No, it was way. nice. It was oh, fun. It was a good God. time. You. Would. It was a very good time. Ugh, I'll have to. I do though. I do have the little bell, you know. Oh yeah. If, if you believe, you can hear it ring. If you don't, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. What about Charlie Brown? Oh fuck. I I so I I did a little cheating here. I looked up the uh, the top Christmas movies of Wait, all time. Wait, they're saying Tangerine is a Christmas movie? Well, oh. they said Die Hard's a Christmas movie. So if Dan can see the list too. We're gonna go through Wonderful Life's at number one. That's good. Miracle on 34th Street. That's good. Um, Holiday Inn, which I've never... That's an old, old movie. No. 1942. Never. These are some old ones. Grinch is number five. Oh, I forgot. That's a classic. Awesome. Um, I saw something funny. <laughs> it was... Is the Grinch really the bad guy, Dan? Do you think the Grinch is the bad guy? No, dude. The I Grinch mean, is literally every single human being in December 2020. 
the Grinch is just, you know, he was just trying to... Dude, he's so relatable. Like, are you kidding me? Like, he literally, like, lives alone with his dog, like, up in a Yeah, just a sad, head. lonely man, guy. And they're just trying to kick him out of the town. I don't know. But he know he knows what they don't know, so that's the thing. That is true. That is true. <laughs> okay. uh, I'm just going we, through here. Oh, here's your movie. Okay. Better watch out, number twenty-five. Hey, that's wow. Eighty-nine percent. Okay, Dan. All right, I'm gonna give you that. Jake, you gotta watch it. You'd love it. I I do need to watch it now. You're not wrong. <laughs> Elf Elf is a classic. I just want to make sure we don't miss any here. Batman Returns? Are you fucking kidding me? That's not a. Christmas that's the movie. old one. Yeah, that's just that's just stupid. Um, I don't know. Any, anyone else? Muppets? Yeah. Nothing really popping out here. Christmas Carol is obviously a classic. Home Alone, they've got too low. 52. That's weird. Um, there's National Lampoons at 56. Come on, Rotten Tomatoes. We need to be better than this. This is horrible podcasting. I'm sorry, you guys. You can't even see this. Should we, should, we, uh, should we say happy holidays to our viewers and say goodnight? I think we're going to wrap it up here, folks. I think If you made it this far, it. thank you for listening. If um, you made it this we, far, I'm sorry. We understand um, it's not great. It'll get better every week. We're going to add more stuff, maybe bring on some guests. We'll, uh, you know, it'll get better every week. There's, there's no, there's Whoa. no way it can't. This no. is, this is rock bottom for us. Dan. It's only up from here, Jake. You know, it's like only we, up from here. This is our practice round, and we gotta start somewhere. So that's that. Thank you guys for listening. This has been the uh, the Pop Culture Podcast with Thank you. Daniel Thank you. and Jake. It'll be on, like I said earlier, it'll be on the Jake Albright Podcast feed, which will be on iTunes, Spotify all that good stuff in the next coming days um you can look out well i guess if you're listening to it you already know it's out but go on the website for updates for podcasts check our instagram twitter um um, but yeah go to the podcast jakealbright.com go to our uh website podcast instagram all that do it listen listen share please share tell your friends this is for younger people so old people listen and maybe old people you guys can't you guys you old uh geezers boomers good night everyone good night Uh,